into which we must delve. We're gonna talk about the stuff that makes you scream and shout. Hit the red alert, we're going War Factor 12. Thanks for pressing play. Why, hello, and welcome to issue 619 of Geek in the City Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Aaron Duran. I'm one of your other hosts, Cable Hashitani. And we are lacking a one Binarita because she caught the crud. So we banished her away from our homes. <laughs> but instead, we are joined by... Uh, you've got Edel in here, or Gutter Bruja, as you know me on the internet. Yeah, and as one part of building character, back when we had building character, but you went through all the characters. Well, I guess we've got to, you know, hit us up for some other uh, Dungeons and Dragons nerdery. We, we definitely or, need to. I really miss that segment, and I miss having both you and Greg on on a regular basis. You were on my, I, like I submitted a list to Aaron that was like, these people are... 100% approved guests in my book all the time. Whenever oh, they ask. Uh, well, we would absolutely love to come back and we will talk D&D any old thing. So don't you worry about coming up with, Sweet. with the concept. And really, in a way, we have Greg every week because he goes Wandering Monster. What is a proud sponsor of if you go to wandering-monster.com right now, I boobly, boobleave, yeah, that works, <laughs> you can secure a spot in the November game sessions. Um, yeah, so do that. This won't be as a detailed library as I usually do. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Because someone brought absinthe, and that someone is me. <laughs> and I haven't had a sip yet, but I'm already getting like that, oh, here it comes kind of thing. Yeah, I've, I've just been enjoying... Yeah. Smelling it thus far. That's right. Yeah. So as we teased last week, this is going to be uh, the Giga City commentary of Bram Stoker's Dracula, which I believe came out in 1992, I think. Oh, that sounds about right. Some, yeah. Sometime in those early 90s. Yeah, 92 or 93. It did. It came out after I moved to Portland. Okay. And I moved here in 91. All right. Yeah, I was still in high school. But. Which was 30 years ago. Ooh, man. <laughs> um, you just gotta, like, say such violent things to us. Jeez. <laughs> Every time I am reminded, like, I will say these things to co-workers, and I'm like, oh, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then this, it's like, yeah, I wasn't born then, dude. Oh, my God, what is wrong with you? Stop saying those things to me. <laughs> um. And you know, a lot of these commentaries, like, we try to, like, there's some facts about the movies, but I feel like if you listen to the show, you kind of know all the nerdy facts, so we're just going to be, like, dorking out like we do when we watch these kinds of movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For the next two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've got it on DVD or Blu-ray or whatever. Ours, our version is on Amazon Prime. It's literally at the three-second mark of the Columbia Pictures logo. The remote's over there, and I'm worried that it's really loud, so I'm going to go get that really quick so I can turn it down so we don't get sued. Yay! Mm -hmm. Well, and as I said when I prepared to watch it the first time around way back in the day, I hope this doesn't awaken anything in me. (laughs) (laughs) Probably too late for that. Okay. Oh, it's 
It's definitely too late for that. Oh, yeah, that would have been hella loud. Mm hmm. Jeezy Crazy. Don't call me Jeezy Crazy, Dad. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so whatever you have, it's not, it, yeah, it's the Columbia Pictures logo. It's there, paused. We're going to start in three, two, one. And we're off and running. Whew. What is Columbia? Oh, well, they do Ghostbusters, right? Is that them? Columbia? Yeah. These days, they're owned by Sony. Sony owns Columbia, right? Yes. Yes. <sighs> Might as well just get into this absence now. What could possibly go wrong? I've been sipping it for minutes. Did you Did you want an itemized list or an <sighs> alphabetical list? Well, thanks to you, it's sparkly absent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the sugar cubes we used are shaped and like simple, skulls. And Constantinople. <laughs> I really dig this opening. I kind of like, well, I mean, I'm going to say this a lot for the whole movie. I really dig this part. Yeah. But like, I mean, the first thing I love about the whole movie is that it's all on set. Like, there's no, like, locations. It's all a stage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say I found his armor a little goofy. I it I loved very, it. Like, you don't have any skin, and it's just muscle structure. <laughs> that was totally its intent. Yeah. Um, the prop <laughs> makers were really annoyed when they finally saw the movie because apparently the armor itself is way more red. Mm. Like they were trying to make it look like blood. Well, that would have done it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Gary Oldman hated it apparently. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Apparently, because I think he mentioned like it wasn't heavy enough. He wanted it to be real armor. I'm like, dude. Of course he did. Yeah. He's Gary freaking Oldman. Right. <clears throat> um, I like that all the backgrounds are uh, uh, puppets. Oh, I didn't know that. Not the people that were more fluid motion, but a lot of the yeah. In the but back, back there, yeah, I yeah, you can puppets. never realize that. I freaking love the use of puppets. Mm-hmm. Um, big fan. <clears throat> uh, mm-hmm. What a horrible way to go. That's yeah, why that's they a, called him Vlad the Impaler. That's yeah. a very long, painful death, too. Also, that is not how you would have impaled. Apparently, the point of impaling was to keep him alive as long as possible they could suffer. Mm-hmm. So, apparently, his true way of impalement was through the anus. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. you did it right, you could miss every major organ and then go out your throat. And then you were there... A long time. Yeah. Not a cool guy in real life. <laughs> no. Um, Vlad Tepish. I think Gary Oldman probably has his moments too. But You know, we were talking a little bit about that uh, before we started. And I think, given that what we see of Gary Oldman on screen every time he does a performance... Um, I think he leaves it all on the screen, leaves it all on the stage, so that I think he's probably very mundane in real life. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, like he hops off of set and then he's in like a polo and khakis and he's going to like go home, have a cup of tea and Uh, mm -hmm. do the New York Times uh, puzzle, you know? I know it's petty, but it annoys me that I can see when a writer flinch. (laughs) <laughs> her eyes are closed. In the previous shot, you can kind of see her eyes flutter underneath. Um, 
Although knowing Francis Ford Coppola, that might have been intentional. Hmm. Because he's such a perfectionist. <clears throat> this was actually meant. He actually had wanted after that. He basically he wanted to redo all the Universal monster movies using modern technology, but shooting them all. Is that Anthony Hopkins? Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah. No. Yeah. I yeah, did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, because they totally used to do that in Universal movies, like in Bride of Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Mary Shelley is played by Elsa Lancaster, who becomes the bride. Mm. Um, and is the um, the nanny who quits at the opening of Mary Poppins. Huh. Oh, that's Intriguing. Great. Yeah. Oh. But anyway, yeah, Coppola wanted to redo, he wanted to do an updated version of all of them. The Mummy, Frankenstein, um, yeah, The Wolfman. Oh, I would have loved that. Yeah, he decided not to because he said, apart from Apocalypse Now, this was the most grueling film he had ever filmed. Really? He wasn't putting himself through it ever again. I respect that. Yeah. Yeah. And he wasn't, like, at that time, was he not at the point where he's like, but I will fund the movie if I can find someone who will do something similar. He did. Because I think oh. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein is an American zoetrope movie. Hmm. Okay. He did fund it. Hmm. I think. That's another underrated movie. I just got tired of seeing oily, naked Kenneth Branagh like, running around <laughs> trying to build the creature. It was just too much for me. You know... But I liked De Niro as a creature. I thought it was really good. Anyway. Mm. Oh, I think we are coming up on the single greatest performance in this entire movie. <laughs> Which is, of course, Tom Waits. Mm-hmm. Red say, is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He is amazing. My hetero life mate Ryan, if he doesn't do his hair, it does the it does the Renfield. Aww, like he gets the full precious. yeah, he does the whole thing. Nice. <laughs> oh man. All that old school like restrained stuff. Yeah. That stuff was intense. Was meaning so you couldn't strangle or gouge your own eyes, or isn't it like restricted movements? Right. I was going to ask you, what is the contraption on his hand? I think so. so he could never fully open them to oh. like strangle someone. So he's limited to kind of like tiny little things. Yeah. Or scratch it himself, probably. Yeah. Yeah, it was considered to be um, less uh, less invasive than like a full on straight jacket. Mm. Yeah. But still keeping you from. This actor, whose name I always forget, but he's kind of like a classic, mm-hmm. like OG British character actor, um, who's been in like you know, Hammer Horror and all that shit. Yeah. Remember the first time I saw this, I thought it was fucking Baltar from Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> John Kilikos. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Baby Keanu and Baby Winona. Yeah. I still need to watch that uh, Destination Wedding movie that they were in. I think it was actually called Destination Wedding. It was, yeah. Where people joke that that's the actual prequel to John Wick. Yeah. 
Of how they met? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that makes me want to see it. it. I heard it's actually very charming, but it's... Is it? Okay. I mean, it, it's, it's a romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. But it, it's the two of them, and... Except Keanu is still, like... It looks like it's John Wick and yeah. not. Because he has the hair and all that and the yeah. scruffy beard. Long hair, scruffy. Dark suits with dark shirts. Look at this, man. I love like a fucking on-stage miniature train that they attach a camera to. That's right. That's so cool. I mean, that's sort of the aesthetic for all of Keanu's um, parts or, you know, his... his characters that he plays these days late yeah, yeah. lately yeah I'll watch always be my maybe and he shows up with that. <laughs> it, it, it did come out in 90, 1992 you're right I wonder if this movie would have done better if it was like 10 years later probably because it's super referential to where it's coming from and it's I it's Cobra like I want to make a 1930s horror movie <clears throat> with modern Tools, but use the old style. And I don't think in 92 people were down for that shit. Not really. Yeah. Uh-uh. I mean, don't get me wrong. Some of the performances are still... I know it's easy to pick fun of Keanu, but he is not that great in this movie. Um, the one credit I'll give him is that even in the books, Harker's pretty much freaking useless. I'm gonna say, well, like, yeah, he, he's yeah, he's he doesn't have a lot of source material to go off of because Harker is he's very bland. Yeah. Well, yeah, he even even in the book, you kind of realize that he takes a job that is safe and pays well enough, but there's nothing good about it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, in camera lightning. That's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> mm. I love this costume of the woman that gives him the cross. Wait, is it, no, I'm thinking of somebody else. What am I? Oh, her. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, with the. I'm sure that's a real thing, like for superstition, the coins covering the face. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's to keep bribing the riverboat man. Like, don't take me yet. I got lots of coins. I don't know. I don't have a lot of um, deep knowledge about Romanian customs. Yeah, I got you know fuck all for pretty much any Eastern European custom. I know I know nothing except what I learned in you know Dracula movies. Right. <laughs> Those are all very very accurate. very accurate. Yes. Um. God, those are the best costumes, though. You know, it, it's funny to me how um, wolves are depicted in these movies. Have you ever... There is, out on the coast, there is a sanctuary for wolves. Oh, is there really? Yeah. It's White Wolf Sanctuary. It's easy to look up. Just White Wolf Sanctuary, Oregon. Because, hmm. you know, these look like big dogs, right? Yeah. Wolves are enormous. They're huge, yeah. yes. I've seen are. them up. Yeah, they're big. Yeah, if they were to stand with their paws, their front paws, on your shoulders, they're still a head taller than you are. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are some versions that they're not, but they they've evolved that way because of their environment. But as yeah. a rule, yeah, they're big. Yeah. And like, I always think of that whenever I see wolves in movies. Now it's like, oh, those are bigger than people think they are. They are. Yeah, and most wolves you see in movies are probably Malamutes. Mm-hmm. And still dog sized. So it's like, oh, mm-hmm. they're they're just big dogs. It's like they're not big dogs. They're not. They're something that you cannot fathom. Like, I get from looking at a real wolf where werewolves come from. Yeah. In lore. It's like, oh, yeah, because they're enormous. They're bigger than humans. Yeah. Okay. And yet they almost never attack humans. No. We're too hard. Yeah, we're a total pain in the ass to try to take down. Well, and I think at the genetic level, like... Predator knows predator. If it comes to human, says, "Oh wait, you have canines, and your eyes are in the front of your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm, you're not worth the trouble." Whenever, now, if you're wounded, maybe. Yep. Whenever I see wolves in movies, or even like aggressive dogs, I always think about the fact that back in the day they had to tie their tails down to their legs because the actor dogs would be wagging their tails furiously because hmm. they're like, "I'm doing such a good job right now, and having <laughs> so much fun. I'm a good boy," and that just brings me so much joy. Now they just CG them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we're getting the great... Uh, pretty much Oldman's introduction is like old Dracula now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think I always notice in the movie is the sound design. I mean, just... This whole movie is very much style over story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, we're just going to have these amazing sets, stunning costumes, the music, the sound design. It's... Stellar. Um, Dracula's hair, which is kind of a character all to itself. I mean, even in high definition that you that you've got this in, mm-hmm. it still stands up. Yeah, you don't see makeup lines on him or anything. <clears throat> what was the? I didn't say something else. It's gone. Just get lost in the mighty victory rolls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that braid, which I forget about every time until this moment. This massive braided hair. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's a lot. Who does that for him? Right? Oh, wait, the brides. You think they just hang out braiding hair? Mm-hmm. I would watch that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like how he's super frail until you piss him off and he grabs his sword. You're like, no, I look old, but I'm still like an immortal vampire that, you know, will mess you up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you look at Keanu's career, it it is far too easy to, like, cast dispersions on his early work, but he was an inexperienced actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who, like, he got roles because of how he looked. And a lot of them. Right. And it's based on your, your looks and based on whether or not you're going to show up and do the job. And he came across as someone who showed up and did the job. More so than most. Yeah. You've come to learn. Yeah, yeah, he's cute and reliable. Mm-hmm. Shoot, that still gets you pretty far today. Yep. Yep. Be um, nice, be on time. That will get you so far absolutely. in any creative industry. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. any industry. And he took roles that were beyond him so that he would learn. Yeah. Like. And now he's an immortal golden god. Yep. Untouchable. I don't think people give it. I know that the role that everyone gives him shit about is much ado about nothing. Oh, come on. But that's such a silly show anyway. Like, it is. It's supposed to be. Yeah. It, the whole thing is a lark. I love this moment with the, the shadow, shadows. by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, I keep hoping somebody in our Ravenloft game gets the curse of living shadow. Because <laughs> it literally does that. Like, it moves on its own. Sometimes it helps, but usually it doesn't. Generally not helpful. No. I might. That was a, that was a vampire pun. <laughs> yeah. And I like how it made him laugh. He's like, hee 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 hee. Well, he made it. He made, he made he laughed at his own joke. Yeah. <laughs> this is like my favorite shadow effect when he sees Mina and the shadow just starts choking <laughs> choking Harker. And see so him getting all quiet like, "Oh, mm-hmm. the movie's so good. Yeah. You get pulled into it." <laughs> um Also, I want that ink and pen dispenser there yeah. that's a giant dragon. <laughs> <clears throat> they ruined a daguerreotype for this movie. Of course, they made it for this movie. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that what that's called? Yep. Oh. Yeah, I learned something new. The more you know. Mm-hmm. There it is. There's yeah, there the, it is. The, the shadow trying to choke him. <gasps> Yeah, it's so... Oh, yeah. It's... Yeah. All style. And I... Did this win any Academy Awards? I feel like it might have for makeup. May have. Let me... Let me consult my hand computer. If only we had access to all of humanity's knowledge at our fingertips. (laughs) It did. It won three Oscars. Yeah. Um, Costume design, sound effects editing, and best makeup. All of which make a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, It was nominated for best art direction, set direction as well. And it didn't win. What won instead? I don't know. The sound design is the thing that people really don't talk about enough in this movie. Like, you get a good audio system or put on headphones when you listen to this. And, like, everywhere in Dracula's Castle, there's always other things going on in the background. Like, mm-hmm. like something is scammering or they're dripping or you'll hear, like, a, gir- like a giggle or a sigh. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Uh, really fantastic soundscape through just the entire film. Yeah. No detail too small. No. I love Lucy in this. I mean, she's always been a favorite character of mine, but... Lucy gets the best outfit in the entire movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Her fucking funeral wedding gown. (laughs) That's ridiculous. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, In a few years, she would play the, uh, the diva. In Fifth Element. Oh, yeah. 
Sadie Frost. Yes, oh, that's great. right. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. I love The Fifth Element. Can we watch that next? I think we did a Fifth Element commentary. Oh, man. Have we? I think, I think we so. did. Yeah. Maybe we'll just watch it socially. <laughs> that works. <laughs> just try to think about what kind of a person Luke Besson is while you're watching it. Nope. We don't do I, that I here. Try, I try not to. Yeah. We ignore all of that. Just appreciate the movie in yeah. a vacuum. Remember I read a critic of this movie like when it first came out. They're like, there were so many unnecessary sexual innuendos and undertones. And I'm like, have you read the book? I was going to say, somebody's not familiar with the story. Yeah. Or vampires in general. Yeah, vampires yeah. or the book or that, you know, was written during the height of that kind of like... Well, and everything about, say, Lucy is supposed to be very hypersexualized. She is the... She's the the um, the the strumpet to Mina's uh, saint, you know. Like everything about her costuming, her hair, um, her hair is loose in this film, which is uh, in this moment, which is a very sexualized uh, imagery for for this era. While at Mina's is all you know done up in in an ornate yeah. bun. Learning the typewriter. With mm-hmm. the typewriter. Her dress, she's got two big flowers right over her breasts. Right. With, you know, her, her neck showing. <laughs> Mina's got, you know, a demure green high collar. Like, it's, you're showing the dichotomy yeah. of the two. That's the, the sinner and the saint. <laughs> the I whole freaking that. point of this. Is that Billy Campbell? Freaking story. Uh, I think it is Billy Campbell. And this was not long after his uh, turn as the Rocketeer. Another Rex, underappreciated yeah. movie. I do love Quincy Moore's in this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Rocketeer is an incredibly underrated movie. So yeah. underrated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm still very excited. That... <laughs> That's a big knife. Well, because he's Texan. I mean, if you're going to put a Texan in, this would be what, Edwardian England? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you might as well just go all out. Yep. yep. You know. Texas hasn't even been a state for less than 50 years by now, if that. <laughs> right. Ah, Richard E. Grant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His inclusion in uh, Loki was one of my favorite things. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It was also one of his favorite things, which made it even <laughs> better. Yeah. He had so much fun with it. Speaking of someone else who doesn't age. Wesley. <laughs> Carrie Ellis. I mean, he's started to age now, but he's still he's still a very handsome gentleman. But mm-hmm. like he, he 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 made a switch. He hit his thirties, yeah, and then stayed there for twenty years. Right, it's true. Oh my god! Now all I can see is Loki. Mm-hmm. As as uh, <laughs> as Doctor Stewart. We missed it before when he was given that great commentary, but I love the part when Lucy says. Here I am, 20. Practically a hag. Yep. Uh, <laughs> the way yes. she delivers it is so good. I have a lot of feelings about Victorian-era symbolism. <laughs> Clearly. Spire freaks me out. Even though I know it's on screen. I don't like it. No, you sir. Gonna, you going to be okay? Yeah, I'll be fine. Okay. Absinthe helps. Yeah. Um... I believe this is the first Dracula adaptation ever that 
flat out acknowledges that Dr. Stewart is a morphine addict. Hmm. Yes. Um, it is implied uh, in the stage production. Mm-hmm. And I think it's mentioned in the book, but it's been several years for me. Well, because it wasn't considered... It wasn't an addiction. It was just like, oh, and he also used that for he his therapy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we've never, to my knowledge, we have never seen a Sherlock Holmes where he says, uh, Watson, prepare the needle. Because Holmes used to shoot up morphine and then do his breakdowns in his head. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what uh, the doctor is wearing, but I find it interesting that when he's in the asylum, he's also in weird leather harness gears. It, like, the the guard is also wearing a cage around his head, presumably for the guard's protection. Yeah, that I get. Yeah. So everything seems to have a purpose, but it's also Victorian-era um, asylum, which is essentially a torture chamber. It really is. Yeah, I mean, they thought they were doing good, but they were right, but wrong. They, they also were just experimenting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there was a lot of really predatory... Um, <clears throat> Medical, we'll put medical in bunny ears. Yep. Yeah. Um, procedures that medical. <laughs> yes. Also, ever since this movie, this movie forever changed how every artist in DC drew Arkham Asylum. It oh used yeah. To always looked like a regular hospital until this movie. Yep. And then they realized how filthy they could make it, <laughs> and like the patches in the padded walls. And yeah. The dripping. Everything's always damp. Well, because it's England. Yeah. Where everything is always damp. That's true. You know, his harness is probably also so that he can wear one of those cages. Because the metal would sit on your shoulders, so you want that thick leather to not dig into your shoulders. That makes sense. Yeah. Also, for the love of God, man, don't you dare give him a kitten. Um, I love this movie that Dracula's castle is literally a statue of Dracula sitting on a throne. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't think I'd ever noticed yeah, that before. It's Vlad Dracul sitting on a throne. Hmm. Go big um, and go home in a statue of yourself. When this movie came out, uh, you guys remember old Raoul Partha used to do the, uh, the lead minis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They used to sell whole diorama sets you could make, and they did one for Dracula's castle that came with all of his servants. And a carriage that you could you could paint and do the with. The undertones of the shaving scene. <laughs> and now we watch silently. I know. <laughs> By the way, having shaved with a straight razor, they're no joke. you got to be careful. No, you have to be very careful. They work really well. you got to keep them really sharp. Yep. Yes. They're actually more dangerous if they're not razor sharp. It's true. My dad has been teaching himself how to shave with a straight razor for the past yeah. couple of years. It takes work. Yep. You have to train yourself. Yep. Yeah. I'd uh, like to learn to shave someone else with a straight razor. I oh, have I this part. Right? Yeah. Um. There's such intimacy in this moment of like. He, I, oh, and it's that sound design too where you yes. hear it go. Yeah. Yep. Uh huh. Now I'm curious. I want to know how... I love how he moves and he reads the letters when he just does it. This movement. Ah, oh, it's so good. Yeah, the little soup. Yeah. 
But what yeah. are we curious about, Cable? I'm curious about the age difference between Oldman and like Reeves and Winona Ryder. If I had to guess, Oldman was in his early to mid forties when he was doing this one. Keanu Reeves is actually older than I thought he was. Yeah, he's yeah. pushing sixty, right? Yeah, he's got a baby face. Yeah, uh, Keanu Reeves was born in nineteen sixty four. Gary Oldman was born in 1958. Hmm. So there's... Okay, so I was about right. He was mid-40s. Yeah, but there... I know Gary Newman is older than Gary Oldman. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Um, <laughs> but that means they're, what, six years? Yeah. There's only a six-year age difference between them versus Winona Ryder, who was born in 1971. Okay. So she was 22, 21 when this came in. Yeah. I mean, Hollywood's thing with younger women aside, I mean, it also fits for Edwardian era that John would be like mid-20s, five years older than her, at least. Yes, Um, he would have to be established enough to be able to make enough money to uh, sustain a household, including a wife and any (laughs) children. And potentially servants. Yeah. The children of the night. I love how he says it. What sweet music they So make. he apparently <laughs> fought um, Coppola on that. Coppola wanted him to give it the classically delivered. And, and Oldman's like, no. Like, I'm not giving you Lugosi or Lee on this. It's He's like, first off, it's a weird line. So I'm going to say it however I want. <laughs> if it's a weird line, I'm going to sound weird. Uh, first time... We see him ever do this in a movie, I believe, even though it's explicit in the book that Dracula climbed down his own walls. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, going back, a, a little sidebar, I totally... So when I first grew my beard, my mom was like, Mijo, why would you grow a beard? You have such a pretty soft face and everything. And I flat out was clearly feeling goth. And I said, because it's a foul omen of man's bent. <laughs> yeah. I said, so I grow put up so I grow <laughs> uh, but the the scene with the razor is sort of the um the big indicator of Harker is now under his power uh-huh. uh, like there that's the big power shift where uh his he is now completely. Dracula's bitch. Yeah, he's done. Yeah. I love big movie candles that glow like no other candles do. Right? That's the ultimate um, cinematic lie. Yeah. <laughs> you could light a whole I room with a candle. I think you that much light. <laughs> um, as, a, as a former lighting designer, it makes me doubly giggle. I also just assume that every like new version of, of Ravenloft, they just base Strahd's castle on this set now. Yeah, that... I mean, how it looks. That like, seems accurate. Yeah. Don't mess with success. Yeah. This is a fantastic castle. My favorite thing here is the drip that falls up. I have used that in so many games when someone opens a bottle that's like a potion of levitate. I'm like, oh, a drip comes out and goes up. I'm like, oh! It's my favorite dumb little effect. That's a good one. Yeah. 
I also like how Jonathan doesn't think that's weird at all, Jonathan. and that maybe he should quit exploring. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I, I'm just going to keep looking. Yep. Everything's fine. Everything's fine here. Everything's totally fine. Even though Dracula had literally told me, don't go wandering at night. I'm going to go wander at night. <laughs> oh, this bottle drips up. How I do you hear my wife's voice. How do you tell when it's not night in Transylvania? In Dracula's castle? Because it always seems like it's either dusk or or night. There's there's no morning, there's no dawn, there's no mid afternoon. It's just dusk and and night. Right. Lay back into my arms into this very strangely shaped bed with dry ice in the sheets. It's perfectly comfortable. Yeah. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Lay back, Jonathan. Oh man, <laughs> if I could install a spot machine in my bed, that'd be awesome. <laughs> you say that. Well, I don't want to make a noise. I don't want to go, wah. You know. <laughs> yeah, I was say, until you're faced with the realities of a freaking fog machine. Right. <laughs> Bubes. Yes. With dangly bits around them, which makes them the best kind. <laughs> Alrighty then. <laughs> I'm just a sucker for the costumes. <laughs> Without this scene, we never would have gotten that amazing scene in What We Do in the Shadows, the movie. <laughs> mm. yes, when he goes to when he goes to wake him up and he's all in the like vampire orgy in the corner. <laughs> I like how Dracula couldn't stand looking at the cross, but the brides were able to just melt it. Look, women are stronger. It is known. I mean, there's that. There's also if he's his the bond. source. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah. more more bonded to that. Yeah. Um, one of these women is Monica Bellucci, right? Yeah, it's Her. the one that came up between his legs. Yeah. She's the first bride that we see. Right. Pure efficiency, that one. I respect it. <laughs> um, ah, it's like the snake shot. That's cool. Uh, shocking no one, I had them as a poster. Of course. Yeah, that is they, a shock They put out the three brides as a poster. Probably had that poster a little bit longer than I should have. I think I had it up until I was like 20. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, other dudes have like supermodels or cars. You walk into my bedroom and it's, you know, the three brides. Mm-hmm. That seems pretty on brand. <laughs> it's true, yeah. I love that shot because he's like on a gamble and they just push him out. Then shit gets weird. Yeah. Oh, this is a scene where we get like one of the best laughs in all of cinema, huh? Yes. Yeah. I shall love again. I shall be evil once more. <laughs> this would not be the only time that uh, Keanu Reeves and Monica Bellucci work together. Oh, no? She is in the second Matrix movie. Long time since I've seen those movies. It's a good time to rewatch, given that Matrix Four is coming. I, so I watched the first one um, a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. and uh, man, it still really holds up. <laughs> um, yeah, the others are, are on the docket to, to view at some point. I haven't gotten to it yet. I think I have a better appreciation for the second Matrix. 
um, after the third Matrix came out. Yeah. Um, It's one of those things that uh, I feel like you have to watch all of it to get the full narrative and the full story that they're trying to tell. Um, Thinking about trilogies, uh, America and I watched uh, Halloween Kills last night. Which is currently um, getting either love or hate from the Halloween fandom. There's zero middle ground. Everyone's like, oh, this was great. Or this was a piece of shit. I hate it. I want to burn it all. I think I'm the middle ground. I saw it and I was like, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was solid. Um, I, I guess I, I, I mean, that may put me in the just the pro camp. But I, I, I hate it. I, I tend to be in the fun. Yeah, I... I'm in the pro camp as well. Yeah. I, I'm definitely the, like, oh, okay. I get, I also get that more of this is going to make sense once part three comes out. Yes. Because it was. I also don't look for a lot of sense in those kind of movies. Sure. I just watch them because they're fun. I, I think what I noticed with it is like, yeah, this was very unsatisfying. It's like I still enjoyed it, but it was unsatisfying on many levels and I'm like that's because it's the middle and yeah. the third the third act I think is what's going to then move that entire trilogy into conversation yeah. 10 and 20 years from now as people go back and go oh yeah this was the grand experiment that they tried when they went back to Halloween and did this yeah. act one is setting the scene you mm-hmm. place you're establishing the characters act two is what are we going for yep. and it's it's gonna feel a little unsatisfying because the satisfaction comes in part three, where the first two come together mm-hmm. to make the whole. Halloween Kills? Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch it yet? I did, yeah. yeah. I thought it was fun. I liked it. Yeah, it's all over the place. You're definitely going to need Halloween ends for it to work. Yep. Yes. I, I'm also in that camp of like, there was also a lot of things that they're trying to say politically that have nothing to do with horror, but have everything to do with what horror does, which is hold a mirror up to society. Exactly. And go, we're we're giving this to you in the format of psycho killer <laughs> killing people, but what we're really talking about is this. Yeah. And there was a lot of that that I'm like, Yeah. Yeah, this feels very much like you're shining a light on the rise of the cult of MAGA for the past four years. I love this scene. This is fantastic. Back to the, the, the movie yeah. we're watching, the, right? The, in the maze and the rain and like, and the and the um, lesbian experimentation. It's all very just free and open, which is a big a big deal with. Uh, Victorian era stuff. <laughs> yeah. Also, those bars are those bars ineffective. Are just, yep. Yeah, yep. That's bar. not great. Heck, it ineffective. Um, was such a good dog. <laughs> so there's a book that came out. What well, came out in Mexico many years ago, and it just got translated into English. I think last year, called "The Root of Ice and Salt." Mm-hmm. That is all about this trip. Oh, I would read the crap out of that. Uh, just let you know, it's hella gay and hella thirsty. I love <laughs> literature. Like basically, like the captain of the Demeter, like in the first ten pages, was like, "Oh, he became a sea captain because he could not indulge himself when he lived on land." So he surrounds himself with often very shirtless, sweaty, like very life cut men that work on the open sea, <laughs> Yo, and then oh, they oh. pick up they pick up Dracula. Fuck yeah! So, um, 
send me <laughs> for okay. reasons. I just, you know, for reasons. Reading is fundamental. It is. <laughs> I actually have a copy of it. I'll find it. Oh, then lend it. <laughs> I, I only learned about it because someone that I was in the Mexiconics project or initiative yeah. mm-hmm. wound up doing the translation for it. Okay, cool. Because I can read Spanish okay, but it takes me a while. I'm. It's a good translation. Definitely a Mexican. I can't read it very well. I can't speak it very well. My siblings are embarrassed. It's a thing. <laughs> I know. I feel like so Anthony all... Anthony Hawkins spent years trying to make a movie about the Dimiter. I feel like he was trying to bankroll one, and it never happened. Hmm. I read something about it. Yeah. Um, God, a few years ago. Like and if he can't early do it, two thousands. So yeah, that's more than a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he can't do it, then it's not going to get made. That's a pity. I don't really like the the werewolf, the, like the werewolf makeup. Oh, it's just not my thing. Sure. Yeah. Um, and that was apparently like Oldman's idea. Mm. Oh. Yeah, that and the full bat was also his idea. I like the full bat. I like the full bat. Which apparently, in the Philippines, that's the size of bats. Oh, man. Those things are huge. <laughs> yeah. I saw mm-hmm. a video of someone that was just like, and here's a bat that just decided to roost on my porch. And it's just the whole of this person yep. next to this bat that's asleep. Also, I love this red outfit. It's pretty great. Get, get me one, please. I also remember being in high school, and that was the most risque image anyone had ever seen of Winona Ryder. And every little goth kid was like, ooh. Yep. See through her shirt. Ooh, yep. Ooh. Um, but yeah, Sadie Frost has the best outfits in this movie. Yeah. I um, I, I also like that, that this was her sleeping outfit. Yes. Because it looks very comfy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't need to breathe while I'm sleeping. You must be constrained even while sleeping. Mm-hmm. But also I really want to wear that outfit, but out and about, not sleeping. Give me cozy gym jams while I'm sleeping. But right. I would rock that outfit out in the world. Well, for that outfit to work, you also have to be accompanied by a fan. Mm-hmm. If you're not constantly billowing, you're wasting that outfit. That, that is, is the rule of said outfits. That's fair. Um, I'm going to need uh, a large manor house where I can um, <laughs> run through the halls while there are billowing curtains coming mm-hmm. into my path as well. I do not need to be fucking a werewolf, though. I can skip that. <laughs> Oh, well, then here comes the shame. Everything's fine until this girl sees him. Yep. I kind of like that effect, though. Mm-hmm. And the quick little flash. Yeah, that's a good little effect. Mm-hmm. It's weird, but it's a good little effect. I wish I had that power. Do not see me. power we all need yeah no 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 don't ask me questions yet it is still too early in the morning do not see me it was like she gets up on her own i was like i was just thinking like there's no way winona ryder could have carried sadie frost nope nope winona ryder maybe wears a buck oh five here <laughs> maybe I mean, wears a buck oh five now she's a tiny tiny person she's mm-hmm. a small person sadie yeah frost, but I... I believe is actually kind of tall you can even tell by the way they're shooting here yeah i i, I, I do believe like modern winona ryder could actually do that though. Yeah, maybe. Because she's pretty strong. Yeah. She lives. That like I, I believe there's a, a lot of strength in uh, Joyce. <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. 
London. Swing what? Ra- swing what round here? <laughs> is this the first time we hear Gary Oldman's voice as not the as as uh, Von, as uh, Van Helsing? Because he's doing the narration, right? I think so. Something about like vampires can exist during the day or something because he bursts out. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think spoilers are a little past. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's nearly thirty years old. Yep. Just saying. <clears throat> Woo! Yeah, because I don't think Sunlight's a big deal to Dracula in the book either. Right. It's not his favorite. But yeah, like... it's Nosferatu that makes it deadly. Yeah. Because they were trying to get around not paying Bram Stoker for making a movie. Oh. <laughs> or his daughters. Wonder of modern civilization. Imagine in 1992, you're watching the theater and you're like, Why are you doing this? Um, this is also my favorite Oldman outfit in the movie. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is how I would dress if I could get away with it. I still wish there were pictures that existed so I could see that. That sounds amazing. <laughs> but her outfit does not look comfortable. Well, his outfit doesn't look comfortable either. Look, comfort's not a thing that you get to just have in this era. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that was what they all had in common, is they were all incredibly uncomfortable all the time mm-hmm. while and they were dressed. smelly, because everything is fucking wool. Yep. Yep, and you can't wash any of that. You can wash the under, the, the chemise. Yeah. Um, so that got washed, so that helped a little bit. But also at that time, um, they're still dumping waste in the street, so the hems of your dresses are getting icky. Yeah, nice. Good time. <laughs> oh, look at that fast old vampire. Don't know why I said it like that. I don't know why either. Oh, yeehaw. I do love that dress, though. It's uh, really nice. Um, oh, my God. It's the first time I ever realized he's wearing the symbol of, the, of his family. Oh, on his, on his cravat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never realized before that that's Dracul. Yep. <laughs> I am better than those newfangled she, moving creatures. She, mm-hmm. she kind of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, also, you gotta be a bitch when uh, randos stop you. On this is also true. Yeah. She's... This is also true. Right. I have snapped at my fair share of menfolk just wanting to talk to me. And he's not even looking like a traditional English businessman here. He, he clearly looks... European. Off. Yeah. He's <laughs> he looks... shaggy and strange. He, he looks continental. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> he is not of the crown... Even so, I think this was probably one of my first, like, aesthetic attractions. He pretty. The outfit? Oh. <laughs> I, I just realized, did he just neg her into helping him? A little bit. Okay. He does, well, he does walk away. Yeah. But then she feels bad. I mean, yeah, he might be using Because she, he negged her into helping him. Or was he using vampire powers? How is that not negging? Uh, what <laughs> vampire? Negging is energy vampire. Hello. <laughs> Exhausting. 
<laughs> working harder, hardly working. Am I right? <laughs> I am up. We just watched the episode where, uh, Nan- spoilers, so. Oh, yeah. well, we'll talk later. Well, you're still yeah. in. I, I'm still on episode three. We've made it three episodes into the current season. Oh, okay. Then uh, yeah, many yeah. things happen. Yeah. Yep. They did the thing where Nandor made his werewolf girlfriend a vampire. So I'm like, this is going to come back and bite everybody in the ass. Yeah. And pee on the carpet. This yes. Dress is this amazing. dress is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lucy, you dirty little. I'm here as your doctor. Really? Mm-hmm. Now, Are you? Let us play doctor. Stuart, you're so full, but you're going to tell everybody everything because a doctor's word is sacred if he's treating a guy. Yep. Not a hysterical lady during Edwardian England. Which happens because he actually does have her, he wants to try to commit her eventually. So, yeah, that tracks. Yeah. Um, that pearl choker is ridiculous. Uh huh. That's like every oyster. <laughs> Um, this is also not a good movie if you have a phobia of needles because mm. yeah. these are some old school big ass needles it's true yeah <laughs> I like it he's like you're being hysterical and weird here's some morphine have some drugs let me touch your face a bunch yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is why I love Morris. I like your I love you causing your colonial tongue. It's so good. <laughs> um, I appreciate that clearly Quincy brought his own fucking saddle from Texas. Uh-huh. That's right. Because that is a Western saddle, none of this bullshit English riding saddle. It's a saddle for men <laughs> doing manly horse things. <laughs> <clears throat> Harry always just plays the perfect English fop. Yes. Yeah. He's just, it just comes naturally to him. Just asshole enough that you're like, dude, whoa. But, but then charming. Charming enough that you're like, all right, you can stay. Yeah. Yeah. He writes that line beautifully. I love it, though. They're all wearing proper clothes. Quincy's like, I'm going to wear a leopard vest. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to have my knife just hanging. Yep. His I mean, I feel like if you're going to be Texan, his big, I guess own it. Big old knife. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably respect Texans more today if they just said, fuck it, this is how I'm dressing. <laughs> All the time. Because at least you know what you're getting then. You hear yep. that, Norm? With that spit curl he's got. Yeah, exactly. I, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Norm, next time we see you, we better see a big old knife. Even in Texas, the Kryptonian spit curl is bigger than on Krypton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that transition between the uh, fang marks into the eyes is... <laughs> Also now in my head canon, this is Laszlo. <laughs> <laughs> Recording a series of pornographic film. <laughs> this is where I keep my collection of antique pornography. Yeah. <laughs> a third of which 
I do star in myself. (laughs) I don't think I've ever tried to do Matt Berry's voice before. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I love Matt Berry. I even have a whole Spotify playlist of his, his music. I always forget that he has music, too. He is a musician. I don't... I think with Matt Berry, I don't ever expect him to be anything but Matt Berry. And he's not, yeah. And he's never anything but Matt Berry. Yeah. Yeah. Even in the, oh, especially in Toast of London. That is peak Matt Berry. <laughs> I've is. heard. I've heard. Yeah. It is. <laughs> oh, conflicted Dracula and conflicted Nina. I've crossed oceans of time to find you. Look, you find the right person, that line... Slays it. Yep. Uh-huh. But if it ain't that person, that's like throwing cold water on everything. Just <laughs> shuts the whole damn thing down. <laughs> Teefers. The teeth looks kind of cool. Yeah, it still plays. Yeah, it still works. Oh, you can't do it. Not yet. Not yet, no. She must give of herself willingly. That's uh, one of my favorite shots. Yeah. Call back. Mm-hmm. I just realized that uh, Dracula and Darth Vader have a lot in common. They don't run. They just, you turn the corner and they're there again. Yeah. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they could probably both get a wolf to chill out. Probably. Like a space wolf. Yeah. Yeah. There, there are those. There are those. We've seen them in Rebels. Yeah, good point. Fair news. Yeah, that's not a wolf. That's yeah, they just, are. That's, that's a, a puffer. That's a proofy dog. They are space folding force wolves. Yeah. That is true. Which still unnerves me to this day. It's like they're gigantic. Mm hmm. They fold space dog. and they're, they're made of the force. Yeah. It's like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> I do like this dog. He's a good dog. Doing his best. <laughs> With its bloody muzzle when you see that one shot. Like, oh, you ate something. <laughs> Bunny. Mm-hmm. I just love every actor dog. They're doing such a good job. They are. <laughs> yeah. They're just like snarling and tearing people apart. And it's just like, I'm doing such a good job. I'm a good boy. <laughs> yeah, that that is definitely a pickup line. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one works really well. Is this just your Meanwhile, whole pickup statement? Meanwhile, Sorry. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, this got a. Uh, this got elevated quickly. Yep. Yeah. He's like, but night's coming, so I gotta go do some killing. Speaking of both Batman and vampires, yeah. Did you see what the next maxi series is from DC? No. DC versus vampires. Oh, sweet. The cover is Bruce and Ollie, armed with a stake and a couple arrows, stabbing the hell out of hundreds of vampires. <laughs> All right, I might be down for that. Yeah. All right then. Like I kind of hated the X Men versus vampires when they did that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I might check it out. Yep. Yeah. I told Ring to eh, put the first issue in my box. I I think this is going to be just goofy enough that yeah. I'm going to enjoy it. That's uh, one of my favorite Anthony Hopkins performances. Yeah. His Van Helsing is just kind of nuts. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty great. I mean, isn't Van Helsing always been kind of nuts in the book and in I mean, other depictions? Kind of, yeah. He's always seen as like an extremist. Yeah. Even within like science. They're like, you are trying stuff that is not like not really well tested. You know, your questions are always method, you know, question, your methods are always questionable. That's kind of, that's kind of Van Helsing's thing. You're lucky the ethics committee hasn't been invented. <laughs> yeah, totally. Not to be confused with the horrible Van Helsing movie that came out like 15 years ago. Oh, with uh, Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. Boy, it's bad. Yeah, it, it is. I, I think one of the things that offends me the most about Van Helsing is that their Mr. Hyde is so horrible and... Yeah. Especially when compared against League of Extraordinary Gentlemen's Hide that came out at a similar time frame. Right. And I know people love to hate on um, League. I enjoy it as it is. I thought it was fun. It's a little weird, but yeah. Yeah. But, like... Oh, Jonathan, don't look up. This would be really awkward. Yeah, very awkward. On top of. Um, uh. But... Uh, <laughs> Like, the practical effects on their hide are so much better than the full CGI hide of Van Helsing. Yeah. It was... Oh. Uh, the other thing I can't forgive in Van Helsing are the weird-ass vampire babies. God, I don't even remember that. I track of this big plan is to breed offspring that live in, like, they're, like, in these weird outside embryos, and they're vampire babies. Huh. Weird. It is not a good movie. At all. I don't, like, I saw it in the theater, and I really only remember the opening sequence with him and Mr. Hyde. And that's it. I remember right. nothing else. Right. I don't even remember who the hell's in it, other than um, Wolverine. Uh, I think Monica, not Monica Bellucci. Who's on, uh, I'm probably confusing my white brunettes. Either Monica Bellucci or Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> oh, I think that. I think it, it's Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. Right? Because that would have been stunt casting off of uh, Underworld. Underworld, yeah. Oh, this scene was recreated by so many just gothy theater kids when they did their own productions. The hands up and do the tree now. You're a tree. <laughs> yep, not shocked. Yeah. Uh, look at that man. I would dress like Van Helsing, too. That's an outfit. Mm-hmm. A cigar, big-ass bag, hat, wraparound cloak. God, 2000... That came out in 2004. Van Helsing. Van Helsing? Oh, yeah. it's bad. It's so bad. That was proof that Hugh Jackman can probably survive anything, because his career survived yep. Van Helsing. That it was Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. I like the little drops of blood off the shadow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this bag makeup's kind of creepy. Because don't they push it on her mouth, too? 
Hmm. I feel like eventually he moves her lips and you see like the fang growing over the incisor. Yeah. Well, something about it is weird. Though I suppose if you were going, if a human were going to suddenly manifest a new Oof. set of teeth, it would grow in that way. This is a, this is a hell of a thing, especially if this if you have a needle issue. <laughs> Are you okay? Do you have a needle issue? No. Uh-uh. Okay. <laughs> um, I've actually wanted to try to find one of those old transfusion kits because they look fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Very expensive. Yeah, I'm sure they are. If you have, yeah, if it's remotely complete, it's very expensive. And you'll never find the rubber hosing because it will have disintegrated long ago. Well, that you yep. just get. Yeah. I've never looked this up and I feel dumb for asking it because they didn't know how to do blood types yet. What happens if you put the different blood type in your body? Does your body just go like, well, this is useless? Yeah, your body rejects it. You don't like explode. <laughs> no. You're not gonna explode. Uh, you will often die, though. Oh. Well, good thing Lucy's basically dead here, then. Yep. Yeah. When they just randomly did blood transfusions, they're just putting some blood in somebody else. That's true. Your body can't use it, so you're like, no, 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 yeah. No, what's just... this foreign sub substance right. inside? So yeah, it just. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I love his delivery of Van Helsing. Your last drop. That's very kind of me. You're very welcome here. We don't need it. <laughs> uh, uh, not yet. <laughs> See, this is a good, proper, creepy, gothic doctor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why would he be in the shadows where they're all coming out of the room? I don't know. Because he's Van Helsing? He's brooding. He's, that's right, he's brooding. He broods best in the dark. Yeah. Oh, man, now I want to do an Elseworlds where it's Batman and Van Helsing together. Mm, mm -hmm. Like Van Helsing is like his Alfred. That'd be interesting. I never get a job at DC. I've badmouthed too many members of management there. Even though they're (laughs) no longer there. Well, they've already done Batman and Dracula. That's Red Rain, huh? Yeah, they did. Which is really good. It's like almost Pete Kelly Jones. Doesn't he become a vampire? In yeah. That? Yeah. Because there's yeah because there's there's a sequel where he becomes the vampire. He and then up. and then they did the that um, Justice League Gods and Monsters mm-hmm. animated movie where the Batman in that universe is also is a vampire. Is a vampire. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also, it's so weird, in Arkham, the game Arkham City, mm-hmm. if you go to 100% and then play the ending, um, you get a different ending. Because he says, like, you know, Batcave, uh, you know, activate Operation Nightfall or something. Um, he basically turns himself into a vampire at the end of that version. It's really weird. So that he can be Batman forever? Yeah, I guess. Something. Hmm. Didn't really like the game. It's too mean. Yeah, that would explain why a lot of people like it, and yeah. why I've had zero interest in it. 
I liked the first game visually for what it did. You never really played the character that way before, but I was like, yeah, all right. I was done, kind of done after that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the absence Oh, drink. Oh, wait, we, we did we that did. already. We did. It's all gone now. We probably <laughs> shouldn't pour another one. No. Not with that attitude. <laughs> and also, not with that absence, and I blame myself. It is not the best. I fully bought it because it was red and it came with a skull. Yep. Um, Meanwhile. The first time I learned about Absinthe was this movie. Me too. I was like, what's this stuff? Vampires drink it. And it changes color. (laughs) And this time, 92, I look it up like, oh, and it's illegal in America? Yeah. Now I have to have it. I'm trying to remember if I learned about Absinthe from this movie or at least a year before. It may have been a year before. Yeah. No, for me, it was definitely this movie. Oh, yeah. And I didn't get my first drink of it until 1999. When I, back when you could start doing international shipping, when that was more reliable. Mm-hmm. And it was, a, it was a Canadian import company that would buy it from, like, Spain or Switzerland. But it was still technically illegal in America, so when you ordered it, it would come like in a Dell computer box, <laughs> like in a big monitor box, and then shoved in the middle with padding. <laughs> I think I learned about it with this movie. Um, I was pretty young in 1992, <laughs> um, and I don't think I had my first taste of it until maybe 03, 2003. I remember getting really excited. Oh, the wormwood, and we'll see things. And I read more, and I'm like, yeah. oh, you'll die of alcohol poisoning before you have enough wormwood to ever, ever do anything. Mm-hmm. People hallucinate because original absinthe is like 185 proof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally, I believe, created during the Napoleonic Wars. Because if they're going to cut your leg off in a horrible way, might as well get yeah. you super ripped. Yep. <laughs> And wormwood is an anticoagulant, I believe, or is a coagulant. Oh, it is, it interesting. Is coagulant, yeah. yes. And it probably had more back then, so yeah. Oh, that's right. Because we're learning about River Princess. I can't wait to find a way to pull off some of this wanky shit in the Raven Muff game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, Mina, didn't you have a fiancé? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just FYI, one of y'all is going to be the reincarnation of Tatiana. doesn't have to be a girl either. Like, one of you is going to be it. Just <laughs> saying that now. Probably not Jimmy's character. He's a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one time I'm going to drop the heavy hand of the DM and be like, guess what? a given of a group who plays right love long enough it's like you know one of us is going to end up being Tatiana it's yeah. just going to happen yeah otherwise what's the point <laughs> <laughs> I like this jacket he's wearing with the brocade at the, the front there it's really cool mm-hmm. I feel like many years well I know I, he did it him and Willem Dafoe and I think Jeremy Irons 
did a photo shoot in like updated Edwardian clothing. Oh, I forgot for, I forgot for what like fashion designer. Yeah. But and yeah, they all looked as cool as you think they would look. Yeah. Um, I said sploosh and I meant it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was pretty great. Awesome. <clears throat> oh, now I'm getting all quiet again. Your tears are diamonds. Jonathan, who? <laughs> Who's Jonathan? That's okay. He's just a vessel. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Oh. Poor, poor Keanu. (laughs) Yeah, this is it. Adrian Brody, Gary Oldman, William Defoe do oh. like pseudo like Edwardian outfits. Oh, excellent! Yeah, I like that jacket. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. They did oh, it for Prada. Prada. Yeah. yeah, that tracks. Oh yeah, totally. I remember thinking like, if you want to really impress me, mm-hmm. do these photo shoots with like people like Jack Black. It's easy to put skinny people in that and make them look cool. It's true. Hit me up, Prada. Me, Jack Black. Um, I don't know. Some other hefty, thick dude. We'll do your Edwardian product line. Um, actor that plays Hopper. Hmm. Oh, and Harvey Gillen. Yeah, Harvey Gillen. Yeah. 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 There you go. I love him. There you go, Prada. You're welcome. Just handed you one. I expect my check. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Ugh, creepy Eastern European Orthodox Catholic nuns. <laughs> They're extra scary. Oh, I'm getting married. Oh, wait. I don't love him so much anymore. <laughs> I love my new sweet prince. If this wasn't the Edwardian era... Never mind. <laughs> uh, apparently this was ad-libbed. The dance. <laughs> hmm. Winona Ryder had no idea he was going to do this. Apparently, Gary Oldman just got into it. And he's like, "I'm going to waltz." <laughs> um, apparently, that face is real. Mm-hmm. And she interviewed later. She's like, "No, it was great. I'm so glad he did it, but I was so nervous because I'm acting in front of Gary Old or in front of um, Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins, and he just starts to waltz." <laughs> Which is his first love? Waltzing. Waltzing? Mm-hmm. Okay. And composing waltzes. Nice. Com- composing I knew because he won an award in the past decade. Yeah, and they performed it for him. And yeah. he was like in, like in tears watching it. Mm-hmm. It's actually really cute to see his wife too. Like, you did it. Look. All these years. Someone's playing your waltz. And he has that look of like. Screw my Academy Awards. Like, now I'm complete. Yeah. I have played yeah. everything. Very, very precious. But but now. Now I've done it. <clears throat> that would not fill me with, like, good hope about my fiancé. Where are they? 
Well, he's suffering from a fever in a convent in Romania. A violent brain fever. <laughs> but, but he's going to be fine. Londoners think of this era seem to think that everything is... You, you can fix it with cold compress. <laughs> That's And fresh air. Yes. Which actually was... Well, that is true, but not in London. London in this era... There was no fresh air. No. Well, you would go out to bath. That, that's why, you, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you would feel better because uh, <laughs> everything around you is made of lead and um, nastiness in uh, town. Yep. Yeah. And, and you're that, literally breathing in soot. Uh-huh. Yep. And you step out to the ocean air and, oh, gee whiz, those chemicals sort of... Oh, mineral water, ocean air? Yeah. Done. <laughs> Makes me think of the that... Uh, Feature that we watched in uh, at the Lovecraft Film Fest, where Which that uh, the yellow wallpaper, where part of that was. Oh yeah, we're out in the country so that you can take walks and feel better and and not be so sick from. Yeah, whatever you were sick from. It, literally, it's postpartum depression, right? With her, yeah, pretty much. And they just don't know how to deal with it, right? And then he makes her stay in a room with that yellow wallpaper, which we now know they used to use arsenic to bring the colors out. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Sadie Frost does thirsty face really good. Uh-huh. She She's like, I'm going to take all of you. Like, you're going to have fun with me, but you're all going to die when you're done. Mm-hmm. No one else like the killing oh, booby, but as an adult watching her pull off that subtle like, yeah, it's a good little effect of her just like, she's like, oh look, it's three men. How can I, Boop. suckers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's the teeth. Yeah. Oh, it's so weird. Yeah, that effect messes with my head a little bit. Hmm. I don't think I realized how how much uh, his Van Helsing says, yeah. 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 Also, oh, I yeah. want this book. Almost every action adventure movie or horror movie that has a bitchin' tome with a metal lock on it, I covet. Of course you do. Yeah, well, they're so cool. Like, I want the book from Raiders of Lost Ark. I want a cool-looking leather-bound lock of a book that just says Vampire on the front of it. I needs it. And it feels like that just went on to become a, a prop on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, quite honestly. Oh my god! Right. I also want to go to a restaurant where everything is brought to me on a platter. Even <laughs> a He's like, oh shit, Harker's alive? Well, damn. If you want something done right, you gotta do it yourself. Mm hmm.
she getting rid of pages from her journal? Is that what it is? Uh, so that n- no one will ever know that she had a secret love chase affair with a Romanian prince. Who would blame her? There he is with bat face. Yeah. Oh yeah, bloody cures bat face. Yep. Yeah. Norm, what band is that? You know, did you see the Netflix um, limited series of Dracula? I think I saw an episode of it. Okay. Didn't follow through. Not because I disliked it. I just ended up, like, getting caught up watching a bunch of other stuff. It happens. Didn't keep up with it. The, like, I overall liked it. Yeah. Uh, there were parts of it that I liked more than other parts. But I think one of my favorite bits was the adap- their adaptation of... Uh, Van Helsing as a nun. Yeah. Versus an old German doctor. Right. Maybe I did watch a couple more episodes. And she, I do remember that. But I know I didn't finish it because I keep seeing it on my, uh, right. on well, my uh, but, list going Like oh, you're yeah, introduced to, to her in the first episode. Okay. Well, maybe. So. Um, Sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm still about to laugh when it goes, but first, not on an empty stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I stopped. Stop. Feed me. That's how I am. <laughs> you old coot. <clears throat> Stand here with my rifle and my giant knife. Driver. Look at the Texans like smacking the horse. Ride faster. <laughs> that, that is not how we do things here in London, sir. Of course this is the Englishman's gun. It's boring. <laughs> have to load it with balls. Bucks. <clears throat> Drinking and gunplay. That's right. Frog! That probably would have been Sherry because it's England. Yeah. He wouldn't be drinking a whiskey unless Quincy brought him some. Yeah. Because no Englishman's going to be drinking any Irish booze. And get him in trouble. <laughs> mm hmm. Well, in that case, it would have been. If he's from Texas, he would have stopped in Kentucky before he came over and brought him bourbon. That's what I mean. So he yeah. probably, if that's from a gift from Quincy, boy, we're reading into a lot in that one scene. Uh-huh. What I'm saying is that <laughs> uh, Carrie Ellis' character in this would not be drinking Irish whiskey because he'd get in trouble because he's clearly an English aristocrat. Yes. So if he is drinking whiskey, it's American bourbon that Quincy's brought over with him. How quaint. The, <laughs> the only Irish whiskey that he would be able to drink as... A British aristocrat would be one that he had stole directly from the Irish That's himself. Right. <laughs> uh, I grew up with some friends that were still Russian Orthodox. Like they even followed the Russian Orthodox calendar, mm-hmm. so their Christmas was always two weeks after ours. Their Easter was always two weeks after ours. So, like these outfits, every time when I first saw this, I'm like, "That's how your family used to dress." <laughs> <laughs> so they're. Uh... That scene you were talking about earlier with her uh, teeth coming out over mm-hmm. her her existing ones. There's the scene where you see a lot of it. Yeah. 
I do like that Draca just rage changes her. <laughs> He's like, I don't really like you that whole much. I'm just... And port in a storm. Yep, sorry. Hey. So if you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. Turn the one you're with. Yeah, <laughs> turn the one you're with. do 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 Although her gown here is very simple. It's very pretty. Mm-hmm. I love the not so subtly of uh, Harker going gray. Yep. Because yep. he's been he's seen some shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. As if this is what Keanu Reeves will look like when he's older. We all know that <laughs> Keanu Reeves, what he looks like when he's older is still Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Uh, we were totally lied to by Bram Stoker's Dracula about future Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. I want my money back. I mean, maybe it's just even further in the future. Maybe that's what he'll look like when he's 80. Or 200. Or 200. Because in 80, he's not going to look much different than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when he's filming the second reboot of The Matrix. <laughs> Only the second? Third. Because he got to do the whole trilogy. Yep. And then do it again. I mean, as I understand it, he's not really doing a reboot. It's yeah, the it's... fourth installment. Right. That's a long part. <laughs> That's a cool outfit, though. And a great coffin. It's, yeah. Yeah, that family had money. Mm-hmm. A glass coffin. Just like Snow White had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, look at that proper morning. You stare at it. Yeah. Look at it. Even the servants. <clears throat> you gotta feel bad. Quincy has not changed his vest. No. In the over a week he's been in London still. He doesn't need to. It's his vest. Well, here's the thing. He actually has like 10 of those. (laughs) (laughs) From 10 different leopards. He's in real laundry. Probably. Yeah. He probably has more cotton than wool. Mm hmm. Probably. Yeah. He wouldn't, is from a much warmer climate. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, slaves. Oh, I just want to cut off her head and take out her heart. Yeah. <laughs> come back. What did I say? I love that like, that look of like, what did I... T- what did I say? <laughs> He's, she's dead. What did, uh... I even like the implication of Van Helsing there is like looking at Jack like, you're a scientist too. You, It's just a body now. We're, oh, fine. I guess you loved her. You know, if you really loved her, you'd cut off her head and take out her heart. Yep. Again, how did they get back to London so quickly? Like, she was on a boat to Romania. They got married. Did she take a boat or a train? Boat. She did? Yeah. She was on a boat. She was throwing the pages from her diary, talking about her prince, oh, I into that's the just ocean. Oh, crossing, like, the Black Sea. Or crossing, like, a larger thing. Or Maybe. taking the channel crossing, then a boat. Sure. Or then a train. Yeah. But but still, like, they've gotten back in time for Lucy's funeral. Well, if I remember in the books, a lot of time passes mm-hmm. between Lucy yeah. dying and them catching her. Because there's an entire part of the books where, like, 
like, yeah, like kids are going missing and there's murders. Mm. Yes. And what, that's when they figure out, oh, it's Lucy. She's getting out every night and she's the one killing these kids. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, sometimes. Wonder... And I think that's supposed to be the big shock. You see it here, not so much, but in the book, too, when they finally show her, she hasn't decomposed at all. Mm-hmm. And that's when Van Helsing's like, vampire, told you, cut off her head, remove her heart. <clears throat> you're you're totally going to start wearing a cloak like that, just the a draped. Oh hell yeah, I yep. would. I should come just, up on winter. Yeah, get a, a nice six foot, uh, six feet of wool. Just wrap it. Yeah, no one can stop you. I can just go to Joanne's and buy the fabric as is. Huh? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. And I also want that big ass crucifix he wears. Look at it. It's so big, unlike most, it's at the top of the cross. Mm-hmm. He's on the two arms. <laughs> I like his, little, his eye scar, too. It's cool. It's like he's fought before. Nope. Well, that's odd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's not leopard skin. No, it's just a... It's flowers. Yeah. It's a floral print design. Well, he's a gentleman. He is. is it... Look at that. Look at Van Helsing. Right there. Like, pull that trigger, punk. Yep. That's not even the first time today he's been held at gun. No, man. That, that <laughs> man has nope. ice for blood running through his veins. <clears throat> Look at that. <laughs> Bap it away. Yeah. No. You've never shot anything bigger than a pheasant your whole life. Nope. Pumps. <laughs> Whereas you know back home, the housing goes boar hunting with a spear. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. Quickly hide to now. Quick hide. And hope that this immortal vampire doesn't notice that we totally fucked up her coffin. Mm. And here she comes, carrying a child. Mm-hmm. Do you think that kid is old enough to act, or if they just found a toddler and then just scared the crap out of it, and Cope was like, put the camera on his face? It's probably the kid of, like, somebody on the crew. <laughs> yeah, because Coppola strikes me as the kind of person that would have brought his own kids on set when he needed a kid. He's done that before. And then yeah. terrified them. Yeah. Yeah, that outfit is cool. <laughs> I do like it. They all know she's evil, but, you know, vampire, so it's really hard to resist that shit. I'm so hungry for you, Mm -hmm. darling. Her reaction is so good there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good shot. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is the scene that puts put her through, like, hell. Yeah. The mouthpiece she has to wear to do this. I so that mouth around her is a fake. They shove this thing in her mouth and then they put the makeup around again. Ugh, and, just, and just fired it out. Yeah. That dress yeah. She's talked about ridiculous. that scene. She's like, it was rough to wear that makeup. Yeah. And why is it an iron stick? I don't think in the book it's wooden. 
I think in the book it's just steak through the heart. Mm-hmm. If I remember. That's what I always remembered was stake through the heart and beheading is how you kill a vampire. But I never remember... I love the cut to the fucking rare-ass yep. roast beef. Yep. So good. You never remember what? I don't ever remember hearing about it needing to be a wooden stake early on until yeah. later. I think that's when they added more... Um, when the Dracula movie started adding more um, Christian symbology, mm, mm-hmm. the idea being oak, like from the cross, which it wouldn't have been oak anyway because it was in the Middle East, so it probably would have been cedar. Or you. Or you, yeah. Mm. I feel like you is a big thing um, That doesn't why silver, because the 30 pieces of silver. Yeah. 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 The other big one is uh, you put you shove laurels in their mouth. Also, is the other one. Take their head off, put laurels in their mouth, all that stuff. So I love this moment over dinner. He's like, so while you were fucking his wives, did, like, they bite you or anything? Or did you suck on them at all? Like, like are you, like, right in front of her, and mm-hmm. just, like, she just looks so miserable. About she's like, Tilda, do us part. I love you, sweetie. I guess you, I hope I don't disappoint you on the honeymoon. <laughs> she won't. Already knows. Yeah, Little Miss keeping a secret herself. Yeah, mm-hmm. she practiced. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. A lot of blame going around for everybody. <laughs> that's kind of a weak delivery from Keanu there. Mm-hmm. That's, a little, that's a little weak. Yeah. I almost feel weird having to do an English accent out of in front of like you know Anthony Hopkins. Who just oh yeah. Sounds that way. I'd be like, Ugh. yep. Come on. Do I have to? <laughs> Can I just pull Kevin Costner and not do an accent? <laughs> yeah, they're the only Which two. Been historically accurate during the time of Robin Hood, English did not sound like they do now. Then, interesting. They sounded like Americans, specifically Southern. Mm-hmm. The accent was brought on because aristocrats wanted to sound different from commoners. Right around like the Shakespearean times, oh, so they began to okay. talk different, and then everyone started to talk different. So what you're saying is, it is once again the the one uh, percent. Yep. Yes. Okay. It, it, yeah. Yep. Fuck the ruling class. <laughs> one of those dogs looked kind of nervous at first. Tail between its legs. Like, I don't know if I want to do this. Like, I don't know. This doesn't seem good. And then somebody brought a clicker or something, and he was like, oh, heck yes. I get that. Yeah. I do love that Carfax Abbey, though. It's cool. Yeah. In case anyone's wondering, I do already own a Macintosh with a cape, so no one has to make a comment about me getting one of those. Okey doke. Okey dokey. <laughs> I could probably put one of those little square cages over my head. Actually, if I'm going to wear anything from this, it's going to be that little jumper thing that the, Redfield's in right yep. now. That looks cozy. It does. <laughs> it's like the best pajamas ever. Yeah. 
long sleeve gym jams with a lace up the back. Mm-hmm. Cozy, cozy. Cover the hands and feet. It's hard to go to the bathroom, though. Yeah. I would actually prefer not to have my feet covered. I, I don't think these folks are worrying about going to the bathroom. That's yeah, true. Yeah, just go. Mm-hmm. It's just getting them ready for a ruckus. <laughs> Oh, poor Renfield. That moment of rational thought before. Yeah. He goes back to howling. Yeah. The actual first person who's ever been ghosted by a character is probably Renfield. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm going to try to eat her. lady he bites maybe don't put your hand there I always wonder how he got this part it's not like Tom Waits is like an actor really no I think he just knows people and then goes you know it'd be fun (laughs) could I could I get in on this yeah like I mean much like how I got here yeah like his career and the music that he performs is such that he's going to the other famous people or other creatives in that circle that would enjoy his stuff yeah. would be the ones that are like, oh, we should hang out. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's reading the script saying, you know what would be good for Renfield? Tom Waits. Just see if he wants to do it. I'm having brunch with him on Thursday. Yeah. Like, yeah. that feels so- like something that would happen. Coppola well, like, and Waits are just hanging out going, hey, read this. I mean, it this makes sense. Great. He's like, what do you he's think? the voice of Captain Hook in Shrek. Yeah. Or in Shrek 2. He's he's playing the piano and he's Tom Waits as Captain Hook playing the piano in this bar. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, that tracks. Nope, totally see it. Yep. I like him a lot in uh, Wrist Cutters, a love story. Mm-hmm. That's he's or, just know. being himself. I keep trying to remember if I've seen. Yeah, I <laughs> keep trying to think if I've seen that or if I wanted to see it and never got around to it. I can never remember. I have the DVD, so if you can't find it, I, All right. I will lend it to you if you like. Noted. I it's need incredible. someone to teach me how to make actual movie torches. Uh, I've always wanted to just walk around at night with a movie torch. I don't know how, but I would be happy to learn with you. We can just trial and error this with some rags. I mean, I feel like they can't be all that safe or last as long as they show them lasting in movies. No. But we can have some fun in the meantime. We're mm-hmm. relatively intelligent adults. Mm-hmm. We'll only get burned. Relatively. Relatively. I like that green mist effect. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's like, yep, you picked this up from Sam Raimi. Yeah. <laughs> now you're being chased to the forest, Renfield. It's horrifying. And okay, buddy. His little sleeveys. Yes. Also, how did Renfield betray Dracula? Because um, he tattled. Oh, because he tells her get away. Yeah. Like he's gonna like. Yeah, yeah. that's right. He also, be- um, like, inadvertently says the master to uh, Jack <laughs> early right. on, and it's like, oh, you just let it slip that you're. You're not just nuts. You're working for someone. That's right, yeah. We may not know who. Heck, you're dirt. 
Yeah. With a snake. snake What'd that snake ever do to you? Indigenous to, like, Central America. What's it doing there? Dunno. Cause the devil. Serpent. Cause the devil. No, but he's just a little noodle guy. Trying to live his life. Living his Mm -hmm. noodle life. Living his little noodle life. Everybody wants a good mist in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Just, just ask Beverly Crusher. Oh, <laughs> who doesn't like a little maybe Mina's ghost. a descent, is an ancestor of the uh, of the Crusher family. No, it wouldn't be Crusher. It would be um, Howard. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Nana Howard. Yes, the Howard women. The Howard women, who it turns out have a thing for Dracula. Because Ronan was played by Duncan Rigger. Duncan Rigger. Yep. Who is one of the best cinematic Draculas ever. Well, there it is. He is. Canon. Done. This club is He is actually one of the best Draculas ever. He's he's evil. And genuinely terrifying. Yeah. She's gonna push him down. (laughs) Yep. That's true, she's super aggro about it too. She's like, go. Get to the spot. He can't tease me with the mist and then not. That's the other vampire rule. Yeah. Thing. That I just made up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm happy we've made a canonical connection between Bram Stoker, Dracula, and Star Trek The Next Generation. Yep. Yep. Works for me. <laughs> Tracks completely. We will not be taking questions at this time. (laughs) (laughs) That would be fun to go to a party as Dr. Crusher and Dracula and see if anyone makes the connection. (laughs) That's a stretch. Um, (laughs) And a candle. you got to bring the candle. Yes. It very much depends on who's throwing the party. Right. Yeah. And who's there. Um, Because I can think of like six or seven people that would throw a party... We could show up as that, yeah. and they'd go, huh. Yeah. So I see what you did there. So are you two going to do it? Who's going to be who? <laughs> also, we just missed Gary Oldman giving one of the most wanky lines ever. When she's talking, he goes, hear me. Oh, True. it's so over the top and kind of great. weird I know sexy fight that, I think when I first saw this too I was like is this supposed to be hot I'm really confused right now <clears throat> like it kind of is but she's also ugly crying she's really putting her all into it and it is a really mournful moment for mm-hmm. her but also but also she's like yep upon yeah. all upons yeah yeah it was a very conflicted moment for everyone Dated involved. someone shortly in my senior year that liked to like to sexy cry fight. Ugh. Oof. That sounds like a lot of drama. It yeah. was. But I was in drama too, so it just mm-hmm. kind of just felt normal. Brilliant. Looking back, it was not normal. No. Oh, sounds like red flags. <laughs> That's what I said. It didn't day long. A couple months. Tops. Oh my god, her name was Elizabeth. <laughs> No, it wasn't. It was Elspeth, so it's even wankier. Oh. Cheesy crazy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure. I hope that she has found a uh, healthy outlet 
Probably not. For no. CNC shenanigans. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> I'm going to guess no. No. I mean, it's possible. Noah Rooney. Who among us at what, <laughs> Rito. 18 is a functional person? I no, I wasn't. Yeah. She was like 20, actually. She'd been in high school a couple years. Well, I got nothing. She sucks. The end. <laughs> I think we used to listen to the Brom Stoker soundtrack, too. <laughs> oh my god, I was the biggest walking cliche. Aww. I can hear Cable saying, was? <laughs> <laughs> This thing you'd be the vampire, what, two years apart? I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. It's a okay. good time to be a wanking goth kid back then. Lots of fodder. Yep. Oh, that's right. She has the line, take me away from all this death. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. There's the line. Yep. I think they use this line a lot at the MTV Movie Awards when this movie was up for like best kiss and best whatever. Best trembling. Yeah. Chest lick. (laughs) (laughs) Trembling chest lick. (laughs) It is really awkward to watch Gary Oldman get into this part. I get he's trying to be vampiric. It's just. Well, she's also drawing blood from him, which is, I guess, both a good but it's... also not good feeling. Like, there seems to be pain, but also he's stoked about it. I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely a vampire thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then, boom, suckers. And then she's just licking the air. So this is the one that... That jump scare made me just, like... This is the outfit that Garrett Oldman demanded. Because he felt like, because in the script, he's just supposed to be Dracula. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm not scary. It, I hate it. So put me in makeup. And they're like, how about a full bodysuit? <laughs> I mean, Dracula kind of has a point here. He does. Yeah. All that priest had to say in the beginning was being like, you're right, let's give her a pass. She mm-hmm. goes to heaven. Yeah. <coughs> All of this could have been prevented. Yep. Once again, Christianity ruins it for everyone. <laughs> or at least old school Catholics. Honestly, mm. potato, potato. <laughs> it's all the same flavor of dogma. So, Watching this with closed captions, this is the first time I realized he says my bride. Oh. I thought he just does an extension, my, and that's how I lose it. Oh. Ah, rats. Yeah. They're so happy. That is a, a great transition, though. Yeah. Like it from... is. Stomping one's not going to do it. 
he's on the run now. <clears throat> How do you burn dirt? I think there's all the wood around it. Mm. They also poured... Um, I think they poured like... They consecrated the ground. I get that, too. Yes. This is 1885, so that probably would have been kerosene. Yeah. And holy water. Yeah, and holy water. Whale is oil. Probably kerosene now. Flammable. No, but I mean, like, it's hard. Like, even if you burn dirt, it's still dirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that doesn't make it, like, the whole thing is... It's not consumed by the fire at all. Right. It... It's it, still dirt. You have to consecrate it. Yeah, yeah, right. That was the whole point of it being dirt from a Romania and from his castle is so that he could survive in it. Right. <clears throat> I mean, right now, Mina's got it really good. Basically, her only job is to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're gonna tuck you into this train, bring you food and tea, and you just sleep. Like, All right. Yeah, where do I sign up for that? I know that's a good way to fight vampires. Yeah. Oh, I guess also she's mentally connected to him. So mm-hmm. But mainly sleep. <clears throat> he's on another boat. Yep. That's true. Train would have been faster. But if he's got to get across a body of water, you know. I guess that's true. <laughs> if they switch in continents, it's, it's you know. No, it's all one continent. He's got to get from England and the rest is all Europe. Yeah, yep. that's fair. But there is a definite shift from Western Europe to Eastern Europe. That's true. There's the route. Yeah. Things get... Oh, that's... Why it took him longer. Oh, would that be because... They're using the... Vampires can't cross running water? I don't think so. Because So there would be an issue of water? Nah. Yeah, I'm not... I don't know. Maybe it's because people are less nosy about the cargo hold of a boat. Yeah. Also, well, the other thing, that book, uh, Ice and Salt, mentions it, that, like, Dracula pretty much, like, Every major port city in Europe where the Demeter has to stop. Mm-hmm. It's, it's The captain pretty much realized, like, whoever I'm bringing in the cargo hold has this weird influence on all these port towns. So, like, everyone's, like, horribly, like, loyal. And he sees them, and he's like, these men that are loyal as Cranon, they look violent. They look like... So maybe it's this thing that, like, you know, Jack has been alive in Europe for, like, what, 800 years? Mm-hmm. He's probably got some strings to pull. Just a couple. Yeah. Yeah. It's got some money. Yeah. And depending on the weather, you could stop a train for days. That's a good point. And he does control the weather. That's a hell of a jacket. That is a jacket I would wear. Mm 
Yeah, I've got a Macintosh, but not with that full setup. How can we catch him now? Actually, I would really love to wear a femmed-up version of what Carrie Elwes is wearing in this scene. I feel like it wouldn't take much, really. It's just kind of the same thing. Yeah, just a slight adjustment to the cut. Yeah. But yeah, tails, little vest. Maybe switch the pants to, like, jodhpurs. I know that's not um, historically accurate, but honestly, they're cute. Van Helsing smokes the shit out of cigars. (laughs) You can work some stuff into that cigar. You know he rolls his own, probably. Oh, yes, he does. (laughs) You know, he soaks some tobacco with laudanum. Yep. You know. Salvia. Oh, he is 100% not straight edge. (laughs) (laughs) No. Like, in my head, something happened to Van Helsing when he was, like, 15. And being sober is actually worse for him because then he remembers everything. Yep. He kind of keeps a little bit of a... (laughs) A little bit of madness in him. It keeps the voices at bay that he remembers. He takes the edge off. Yeah, totally. Yeah. This is one of my favorite chase scenes in any movie. It's a, a good bit of, one. Well, it's got a little bit of undercranking on the film, so that when they play it back at regular speed, it's got that little jumpiness to it. Mm-hmm. The same two damn hounds that have survived everything in this movie. Mm-hmm. And they're so happy to be there. They're not. We're going to chase a vampire! Oh, heck yeah! We're running! Yeah, I dig this. Yeah. So the chains for the fucking portcullis mm-hmm. are Dracula's hands. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I hunger only for blood. This was also weird. I remember when I first saw it, it was weird to see Winona Ryder being so overtly sexual. Yeah, that is not a thing. Not in 1992. No. Yeah, no. At least not what I remember seeing her in. And it's something that she very conscientiously doesn't. Yeah, because for me it was what? Mermaids and Beetlejuice? And then this is probably the third movie I saw her in. But Mina is now compromised, and therefore, like you see, the hair is down, the neckline is dropped. Like it, and his sister wives, her, her sister wives are now talking to her, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sister wives, and it's hilarious. Vampire sister wives. I'd watch that. I would too. I'm gonna be really honest. That would be kind of a fun show. You write it. I'll. I don't know. Watch it. Yeah, when I was however old I was at 1992, this was, again, one of those, like, but you're from Beetlejuice, but also, ooh. <laughs> you give me tingle feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Tingle, I'm 16 by then. I probably had a better way to... Uh, but yeah, probably still. I had seen five other movies she'd been in before Dracula came out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because I saw her in Beetlejuice, mm-hmm. followed also, by Heathers. Nona Ryder always Heathers. pushing the men down. Like, mm-hmm. As soon as they get up, she's like, get down there. Yep. Look, she knows what she wants. Followed by <laughs> Welcome Home, Roxy Carmichael, oh, Edward Scissorhands, and then mm. Mermaids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Welcome Home, Roxy Carmichael has a... I quote that movie at people. Um, she has a line of dialogue that has always stuck with me, and it has always been. Anytime someone said, "Oh, but I really want to do this," I'll just look at them and go, "It's good to want things." <laughs> so, 
and it pisses them off. <laughs> I love that headdress. The music in this scene is on the soundtrack. Even the yelling and the rendering of the horses and their screaming is all part of the track. Mm-hmm. Oh. And when I was like 20, I had this in my CD player and wasn't thinking about it. And it just like turned on at 2 a.m. to this track Ooh. at like full blast. Ooh. That was a hell of a thing to be woken up to in the middle of the night. Oh. Poor horsey. Hey, man. Vampires gotta eat. Yep. Drinkers can't be choosers. <laughs> <laughs> well, true. Some of that horse blood. Mm-hmm. I do remember when I was like in my early 20s, I always wanted to go as this scene of Gear of Van Helsing. Literally, I wanted to buy like three separate vampire heads and just walk around on Halloween night with like a fake kukri. <laughs> I mean, no one's stopping you. I know. You can do it. I just love it. Fucking <laughs> <sighs> vampires! Okay, but we make a bag where those heads are like the outside of it and you can go trick or treating and collect candy in it. That's pretty cool. Mm hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna build a castle to look like me. That's not conspicuous. <laughs> <laughs> Which castle is his? Hmm, I wonder. <laughs> castle, castle, person, castle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this whole thing's at a great kinetic moment. Like the music and the sound effects, and that, like they start to undercrank the camera. Mm-hmm. It's a cool sequence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would kind of hope they would well I mean they probably wouldn't but it's too late now we'd have heard about it mm. I wouldn't have mind seeing like a 30th anniversary Blu-ray where they sat down with everybody and be like what the hell is it like filming this thing because it, it kind of got universally panned and then a decade later people are like why did we not like this movie yeah. because it came out 10 years too early yeah I guess yeah <laughs> I watched yeah, it. Shots. Honestly, I was younger than I maybe should have been when I watched it, and I was obsessed. <laughs> mm. Yep. There were there were conversations with my teachers at school, <laughs> which we, my mother was very annoyed about. His <laughs> mom was going to have those conversations. You know, mom had those conversations with me of just like, you know, don't like it's. I understand you can watch this and you can watch it with me. Don't tell your little friends about this shit, okay? <laughs> and so awesome. that I'd be like, of course I won't. And then I would go to school and tell all my little friends about this yeah. shit. Because they weren't really my yeah. friends. They were just classmates. And I just wanted to be accepted. Right. Mm-hmm. Also, let me give a shout out to the actor who's playing Quincy Morris. Just single hand and cranking that Winchester and firing it like a boss. Yeah. B- Billy Campbell. We yeah, that's right. Billy Campbell. That's right. <laughs> shout out to Billy Campbell. Good for you. I know Billy Campbell probably did not have the career that he expected to in Hollywood, but yeah, he has always understood the assignment. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that this amounts to a bunch of boyfriends of this girl's friend who's dead <laughs> <laughs> are here to save the day. They've literally left the country for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I would love to see a movie from their perspective of 
why why are they here? <laughs> right. Why are we That would be an interesting take. <laughs> is... And they're not doing it for Jonathan. My dead ex-girlfriend's BFF is having some sort of crisis. <laughs> and now I've left the country. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> like, the Texans the, already the best like friend of the woman I wanted to marry got murdered by Dracula and now Dracula's going after her. So I guess I'm coming. It's time to get the murder crew together. Right. (laughs) Also, all these natives to Romania, we're going to slaughter the hell out of them, too. I mean, sure, they work for Dracula, but... But also, how many other employment opportunities are there in this town? None. I mean... None. So you work for Dracula. Quincy goes out like a boss, at least. Yeah. He's the only one that gets a real shot in. Texan AF. Also, this is kind of technically an international incident. Yes. Oh, because Carrie Elwes' character is clearly a member of the House of Lords, and he's just basically invaded Romania. Mm-hmm. And is killing some locals. I mean, Quincy Morris don't care. Yeah. They might contact the U.S. Embassy, and they'll be like, he's Texan, man, we can't. Yeah. We can't really expect. can't tell them what to do. And you know, in 200 years, we still won't be able to tell them what to do. They're going to ruin everything. Sorry. You can't expect us to try to control him. <laughs> right. I love how big Dracula looks here. It's so cool. With his gold moo Yeah. Yeah. That looks like it was pa- painted by Gustav Klimt. It is very Indian. <clears throat> I love it. Now Van Helsing's going to show some restraint. <laughs> no. 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 Yes. Probably. Van Helsing will. Yeah, I mean, someone will. Probably yeah. not him. Probably not. Oh, no. Carrie was he was ready to do it. Well, yeah, but Jonathan Harker is the human uh, embodiment of Melba Toast, so, like, he's not doing anything. Yeah. Bless his little heart. I guess Carrie Ellis' character does have some unfinished business. He's like, you still killed my fiance. Yeah. So. Yeah. He's invested. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like the other two, why? <laughs> I mean. Like the Texan, because he's like Quincy, because he's Texan. And he's a good hunt. Yeah, he loves a good hunt. And mm-hmm. then I guess Dr. I mean, yeah, I mean, okay. I just feel like it's a story. So it's cool. This is such a nerd thing. In the second edition of Vampire the Masquerade, yeah, <laughs> all the letters are written by the granddaughter of Mina and Jonathan, and his name is is John Quincy Harker. Huh. Like, so they name their they, yeah. So it's John Quincy Harker. It's kind of cool. Well, he did come through in clutch for like he. Yeah, man, I don't even know how many people I would help move. <laughs> much less cross county like cross cross country lines and murder for right i don't even want to help carry your couch yeah, but if it was like murder that you had to go on like a boat and a train and there were vampires involved no oh maybe i just played too much D. I am not my D characters <laughs> i'm not either but I eatle and am a lazy, self-centered mouth. Also, this is going to sound incredibly shallow of me. It weirdly bothers me that Dracula has a slight double chin. And I know it's because Gary Oldman was just enjoying his food at that age. 
But the idea of like a vampire having just a little bit of double chins just feels kind of weird. I mean, that's what he had when he was turned. I guess that's true. All right. Yep. Fair enough. My bad for being. Yeah. Whateverist. Don't body shame him. I'm just, it's just weird to me. Also, it's, so it's just a weird angle. I know. It is. Yep. It's an unflattering angle on anyone. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, here's where he gives his Jesus life. It is finished. Or did he already say it? I don't know. I was busy I think you thinking about it. double chins. That's right. Mm-hmm. I think you already said it. Yeah. Yeah. He did now. <clears throat> Better take off his head. She gonna She got to make out with him first. Post post mortal. <laughs> post mortal. <laughs> that was a good line last night. Past on the game great. table. Post mortal. We're not undead. We're post mortal. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Can't use that term. <laughs> That's our turn. I have two, there's two reborns in the game. They are technically undead. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you're both technically constructs. We are. No, you're undead. There you're goes construct. the head. Yeah. I am technically a construct. You're both actually constructs. I'm That's just right. made of meat. <laughs> meat pieces. <laughs> I wonder who kept some of this art. Coppola. It's just up in someone's You bathroom. think so? <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe Gary has it. I don't think so. I doubt it. <laughs> it's just in his garage. Also, knowing Copel, he probably had someone paint an actual thing of tile. Yeah. Maybe that person who painted it has it. <laughs> and there we have it. There it is. Dracula. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, we're about to roll into the. I love the song. It is one of the worst musical transitions in cinema history, from the <laughs> score to the Annie Lennox song. Yeah, that's true. Love song for a vampire. I love that song. It is so wanky and wonderful. The transition is so bad. Hmm. So bad. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Jeez, I didn't realize how far up the they got uh, um, billing. Like, it makes sense that uh, um, Ryder got second billing. Yeah. After Oldman introducing Sadie Frost, the first movie. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and with he got oh, and yes. with credits, not just and or with. He got and with. That's right. It's because he's Tom Waits. Oh, that's right. What's he building in there? That bear owner is actually named Mr. Stitches. Aww. You won't believe what Mr. Stitches saw. Hmm. <laughs> With his creepy zipper mouth that Jen made. I love him. But that bear is creepy. It's <laughs> a good bear. What is Jack I love that. Bondo just put out the album of this. It's wonderful. Oh, nice. Yeah. You got it. Roman Coppola. Oh, yeah, I have it. Pre-ordered yeah. that sucker. Yeah, I didn't ask that as a question. That was a <laughs> statement of... And you got it. And John Vike, that guy produced a lot of '90s movies. Hmm. It's just a name I remember. I, I don't know why, I don't but know. I don't know who Osiris films is. Zoetrope is Coppola's. Yep. Yeah. Right here, it just goes. Doo, doo, doo. It just starts up the Annie Lennox song. Yeah. Um, I love this song so much. <laughs> um. So yeah. Yeah, that was great. Thanks to Guardian Games. Yes. Bridge City Comics. Yep, yep. PDX Asylum. In fact, if you want to have some uh, fancy drinkware from when you had your 
wanky Dracula viewing party. I'm sure Asylum has it. <laughs> this was wanky? We were... This was a wanky... You know what I mean. Yeah, okay. I mean, if you were going to do it on your own. You know. Um, I didn't... Okay. Bridge City Comics has, has Dracula Comics. And there might be a few games of Guardian that have vampires. Just a couple. <laughs> a, a smattering. There might oh, be a few. A modest assortment. Yeah. Yes. Scoosh. <laughs> that aren't just in the, the RPG category. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Head hairstylist, Marie and, Bloom. And wig Bring maker. That's... It, it's... I find it interesting that there's the head hairstylist and the hairstylist. So I like Sue. The one did the hair on the head. What did the other? <laughs> uh, there was a giant naked hairy werewolf. There you go. Yeah. So Body hair. The bats. The big bat. Yep. Probably yep, has it yep. too. <laughs> also, I understand that means she was the lead hairstylist. I'm not daft. <laughs> I'm making a joke. And David one. B. Cohen as the beaver. Sorry, I have to do that every time I do one of these. <laughs> <laughs> mm. You the amazing rando. <laughs> so yeah, well, uh, with that, I guess I'm Aaron Duran. And I'm Cable Hashitani. Uh, Sorry, I, yeah, you gotta jump in now. I know, I have to jump in. I am not being a Rita. I am Edelin, or Gutter Brew, as you know me on the internets. And I've been here too. Yay! Uh, <laughs> hopefully, uh, Denise is feeling better while she's listening to this and is not. You know, we didn't make one joke at her expense. Which is rare for this show. Usually, when one of us is out, we're ruthless. That that speaks to the quality of the movie we were paying attention to. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>